it's so funny how the way that like the mental frameworks that I use and the way I process information can completely change my attitude, how I look at things, everything. So let me give you an example. Uh, I saw a tweet from uh, a friend of mine, Encore Nepal, uh, who runs Teachable yesterday uh, or maybe the day before. And I don't have the tweet pulled up in front of me, but it was basically something like, uh, and this is very much a paraphrase, so go read his Twitter for the full thing. But the, the basic, my memory of it was, um, if you just, if your business model is Patreon, basically you create content and people give you money for it, then that's a lazy business model. You should create something and sell it. And I had a, I had like a weird visceral reaction to that. Like, I don't know why in retrospect, I'm like, why did I react to that so strongly? Internally, I'm like, well, no, that's not the case. Like people like Dan Carlin of Hardcore History, I don't even want him worrying about making a product. I just want him pumping out these four-hour podcasts every three months and me get to listen to them. Like, that's amazing. I don't want him having to figure out business and product. Just create awesome content. And there's other people as well that I follow that have a, I don't even know if Dan does a Patreon, honestly, but people like that, that just want to create, if they're able to get people to support them, awesome, go do that. But it's not about Anchor at all. Um, what I found is uh, th- this is a, a a change that I have made in my thinking. When something comes across my radar, whether in conversation, I had a situation like this a couple of days ago with a close friend who just got completely sideways with each other. Um, had it happen yesterday with Anker's tweet. I saw another tweet today. A lot of times that happens on Twitter for some reason, which might be writing on the wall that I need to not be on Twitter. But it happened again just a few minutes ago where a guy I follow, I don't even know who it was, tweeted out something about Canada being the best country to live in and innovate in and whatever. Uh, and I live in the United States. I was like, no, it's not. United States is better. That, that was, that was, it wasn't a visceral reaction, but it was like, come on now. Like, what's the last innovation you've seen come out of Canada? And I have no idea. I don't pay attention to that stuff. But it was like this weird gut-level visceral reaction where super immature Brian would have responded to that with you're crazy or responded to Nepal with, or Ankur with some de- debating it out or responded to my friend vehemently disagreeing and getting even more sideways with him. But here, here's the point of me recording this. There's something I actually wrote this down yesterday as I was processing through this, uh, a mental framework and a filter that I have started trying to remind myself of and take these type of events and filter them through. And it puts me in a totally different place. So the way I process them innately, if I'm being immature, just in the history of my living is someone says something, I disagree with it and I get mad and or I go to them and debate it. And what's the outcome of that? The outcome's never good. <laughs> I never finished that conversation feeling like, oh, like I'm glad I did that or feeling like, wow, they definitely changed their mind or feeling that something even was accomplished at all. <laughs> I always come out of those feeling more dirty and like I just completely wasted my time and was immature during the process. So there's another framework you can use and I would recommend is something I'm going to try to remind myself of, which is the reason I'm recording this. And I wrote it down just so I remember the details. So when someone says something that I strongly disagree with, I just assume that they're overstating their case for dramatic effect. Okay, so let me read that again. When someone says something that you strongly disagree with, just assume they're overstating their case for dramatic effect. And who cares if they're actually doing that or not? It doesn't matter. But this puts you in a completely different place. So let me walk you through a few scenarios. Let's take uh, Anker's tweet. 
of if you let me actually pull this tweet up so I don't mischaracterize him. Um, basically, if you're just creating stuff on Patreon and don't have a product and getting people to give you donate money to you, then you're being lazy. Uh, you know, if you process that through a truth filter of is that truthful or not, one, there's no way to actually know that. It's a pretty broad statement, uh, painting with a pretty broad brush. So, and uh, two, it doesn't even matter. Okay, here's the tweet from March 9th Patreon is impressive and all, but patronage is a lazy business model. Make something people want and charge for it. Okay, so there's lots of different ways you can go with that. If I filter it through the trust, the, the truth filter, is that true? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Very much depends on the situation. But I'm going to put my spin on that. Of I'm thinking Dan Carlin. Is Dan Carlin charging for something? Is he being lazy? Does he have a lazy business model? No, like he's one of the hardest working people that I follow. But what if you put a um, dramatic effect filter on it? So what if instead of disagreeing, what if I just assume Anker's owns a teachable, a platform that sells courses and other information products. So he obviously has some, some biases and, and a point he's trying to make. Um, but what if he's just overstating for dramatic effect? And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can totally understand where it puts you in a position of trying to understand where the other person's coming from, which is a totally different position. My good friend who we got sideways with, as I put him through this filter of what he said to me, it came to the conclusion that, man, what he's ta- what he's disagreeing with me on has nothing to do with what he's actually saying. He's just in a bad place right now. Like, And I need to be a good friend to him and walk with him through that. He's overstating the thing he's talking about for dramatic effect, whether he knows it or not. Um, so the point isn't to find out what the truth of the thing is. The point is, one, to be completely selfish <laughs> and to put yourself in a better mental state by not using the truth filter for everything you hear, especially the stuff you vehemently disagree on. But instead, just assume the other person is overstating their case for dramatic effect. That'll Just try that out. The next couple times, your gut-level reaction starts boiling up to the immature part of you wanting to come out and have the discussion or have the debate with someone. Instead... Put the dramatic effect filter on it and see if that uh, helps you see the person's perspective better and see if that puts you in a better state. All right, that's it. Tweet at me. Let me know if you use this. Let me know how it works for you. All right, see you. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.